Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This story did catch my eye because we heard about it this morning, but um, it has to do with our health care. And we tell you all the time about, you know, hallway health care. You hear about that in places like Hamilton, where it's a big problem. Uh, Mississauga, the GTA, long waits, closed beds. We've got, you know, specialists, uh, sick kids quitting on mass. I mean, the, the health care in this province is a mess. And it's hard to imagine, but we spend $50 billion on this in a ter- on Ontario alone. So a report tabled today by Ontario's financial watchdog says, hey, we are still falling short. Even with another $7 billion injected over the next couple of years, it ain't going to cover it. And it's because we have this aging population that is draining costs and resources. And simply the costs are going up around 4.5% a year. But I think the symptoms are much bigger than that, and it's called a huge inflated bureaucracy and a government that literally has no idea how not to lose money. Literally has no clue. I want to bring Dr. David Jacobs in because you are not only a practicing radiologist, but uh, you're also with a group called the Coalition of Ontario Doctors. Good to have you with us. Oh, thanks for having me. Are you surprised by hearing uh, this particular report? No, not at all. I, I think that the, the one thing that we have to remember when we hear those big numbers of uh, billions of dollars being spent on health care, you have to remember it's actually not really being spent on health care. Uh, the bureaucracy for health care in Ontario is massive. Uh, it, it's unlike anywhere else in the world. Uh, and that's where a tremendous amount of money goes. It does not go to frontline care. No, and and I think it goes highly kind of unreported that this government, which said it would protect frontline workers like nurses, uh, doctors. I mean, not only do we not have a a deal with doctors and haven't for a long time because you guys, if we're to believe the uh, Ontario government are greedy and you're also, um, you know, billing too much. Um, But, you know, they said they would protect people like the nurses and we've seen about 2,000 be fired. Well, exactly. I mean, if you're going to ask the average person who's, uh, sitting uh, with a acute abdominal pain or a head injury or whatever have you in the emergency room waiting to be seen. If you, if you were to ask them, where do you think the money should go? Should it go to extra doctors and extra nurses so that you can not wait for eight hours for a serious medical condition? Or should it go uh, for expansion of the bureaucracy mm-hmm. so they can make creative projects? I think they'd tell you right away that uh, they'd rather see you go to frontline health care. Well, absolutely. I mean, have you ever in your career um, or, or from the discussions that you have with healthcare workers, have you ever seen health care the way it is right now in the province? No, it's it's a complete mess. And it's, uh, you know, we, we were told for years, I, I've been doing this for a little while, we were told for years, oh, it's coming, There's there are going to be problems with the baby boomers, brace yourself, it's coming. Uh, and it was like, uh, it was like a tsunami, you don't realize how big that wave is until you're standing right in front of it. Now that wave has, has crested, it's hit shore, uh, but we're, we're only starting to feel the effects. This is going to get 
a lot worse. Which concerns me because we have an aging population. You know, I just lost my stepdad who uh, ended up dying on a wait list, waiting for treatment for Alzheimer's on a wait list, could not get palliative care, you know, because it was a wait list. I mean, death does not wait for our health care. And this is happening to seniors all across the province where they just are getting not the proper treatment. And it's undignified, frankly. It's a horrible horrible time to be a senior. Uh, both of my parents, although they wouldn't admit it, have entered into that age yeah. group, uh, and uh, they're having a hard time. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's stuff that should be uh, routine to get within a day or two. You've got to wait months for. Uh, if you want to get a joint replacement, you're waiting years. It, it's, it's, it's outrageous. And then if you should happen to need higher level of care, well, Good luck to you. That's just not available for most of us. I want you to listen to um, a response that Premier Wynne gave to the um, tabled report today. Take a listen. I haven't seen their full report, but I understand that the Financial Accountability Officer talks about increased population, mm-hmm. aging population, and we recognize that. We recognize you that you know the healthcare system is the the fundamental. Um, expression of caring for one another. We recognize that and uh, we'll be bringing forward some uh, some changes that will address many of the issues he's talking about. That's a load of horse crap. And, and I mean, I'm being polite when I say that, doctor, but this is the same government that just hired 90, and I might be off by one or two numbers, um, executives to run um, what are called the Lynn uh, services across the province, which are smaller, um, for lack of a better uh, explanation, smaller facilities across the province. And, and these are executives that have executives working for them, and it's not going to front frontline care. No, no. It, it's, it's like a, a Russian nesting doll. I mean, these are, it, it, it's absolutely outrageous. So what you have, originally you had the uh, CCACs, and then you had the Lynn's, and all of these mm-hmm. are doing government work at arm's length and it, it, it's to protect the government so that they they have a certain amount of deniability now they just uh you know they're they're, they're multiplying like rabbits and pushing uh further and further away from the government and consuming a tremendous amount of resources mm-hmm. but what's what's really concerning to me and i think everyone should be aware of this is that premier win is simply not telling the truth so we know that healthcare grows at approximately 4% a year, and Eric Hoskins stressed this when he went to the federal government uh, talking about transfer payments. Mm-hmm. But right now, they're only willing to fund healthcare at, a, at 1.9%. Right. They're shortchanging the Ontario population by half of what is necessary to keep up with growth. So if you can imagine within for more years of a win government, if that, God forbid, should come to pass, how far in the hole we'll be in terms of access to services. It's outrageous. So when you hear someone like Doug Ford say that he will find the efficiencies without making cuts to frontline services, I think this is exactly what he's talking about, which is sweeping out all those fat cat execs that are pushing the pencils, making the decisions, and giving it back into the services which we actually need. I think I can say with confidence there is money available, uh, readily available, to rectify the situation right now in Ontario in healthcare without major stresses to the system. I think reallocating money away from pet projects mm-hmm. and uh, these LINs and sub-LINs and sub-sub-LINs uh, to frontline care would immediately 
uh, alleviate the problems that we're having in healthcare in Ontario. I just don't know why she's not doing that. Well, because she's got a spending problem. She loves to spend other people's money, and I'm not sure there's a cure for that. But, you know, they spend $8 billion on e-health. That still doesn't work, and that's the kind of uh, waste that we're seeing. Are you, you're not alone in your complaints. Certainly uh, the doctors and other nurses must be feeling the frustration. Everyone's getting tired. Uh, So this is my sixth day up north on call. Uh, It's a 24-7 shift, uh, and uh, yeah, we're exhausted. Mm -hmm. And we we have a lot of turnover of staff. Uh, We've got a a lot of people are just getting, frankly, burnt out. And that worries me because the system is already fragile, and if we start losing frontline healthcare workers, whether it be doctors, nurses, or allied healthcare professionals, uh, the system is going to collapse. And so I know the doctors' union, no one seems to care about that union and the healthcare union. You're, you're the smaller unions. You don't carry the weight of the big teachers' unions and that. But are you going to be active in the next election? Well, it's certainly. Now, I, I'm, I'm actually on the board of yeah. the Ontario Medical Association as well, but I don't speak for it. That's mm-hmm. the president's job. But uh, So I can't speak for the Ontario Medical Association, but certainly the coalition of Ontario doctors is going to be very active in the next uh, election, very vocal. Because the population of Ontario needs to hear these stories. They need to understand why the situation is as it is in Ontario. There you go. <laughs> You've got an emergency, doctor. Well, I know that's uh, that is your reality, so I will let you go. But I do thank you so much. I will have you on for sure again. Lovely to talk to you. Appreciate that. That's Dr. David Jacobs. And uh, the reason I came upon Dr. Jacobs is because he's very vocal uh, on Twitter. And um, and so I know that there's a growing number of healthcare workers who are extraordinarily frustrated. And it has really nothing to do with their pay cut or their paychecks and what they put in the wallet. It's that they can't do their job. And the proof of that is now being seen with these daily headlines that we've been telling you about of people stuck in other countries that they can't get home for care or all these people being treated in hallways and you know, when we just start accepting that in this province, that that is a problem. We we pay enough in taxes. It's just that it is getting wasted. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But uh, you just got some truth, uh, a good dose of truth there on health care in Ontario.